Welcome to another episode of the Proving Grounds Podcast. I am JT, your host, JTown32, on social media sites, Twitter, and Instagram as well. This is, of course, brought to you by Limitless Lifestyle Crew. You can follow Limitless Lifestyle Crew on Instagram. You can also visit our webpage at LimitlessLifestyleCrew.com. I appreciate everyone for taking the time out to listen to us today. Of course, please be sure to visit LimitlessLifestyleCrew.com where we feature tons and tons of material, not only for you know the podcast, but in information as it relates to blogging as well as information as it relates to you know just pictures that i i take uh, i often take pictures of course around some of the high school tournaments that i attend i attend various high school tournaments especially within the southeastern conference uh, mostly in atlanta georgia but i do get to see some of the best talent that we have to offer so please please when you have a chance visit limitlesslifestylecrew.com we appreciate it now let's get on to the show and as I've said, of course, uh, welcome to the episode. We are uh, about three weeks into the Georgia high school basketball season, and already I can tell you that this has been uh, an exciting season. Um, a lot of things have changed as far as rosters, but that is something to to be expected, uh, especially here in Georgia where the transfer rules are a little bit relaxed, I shall say. Um, I've been to about maybe two or three tournaments already that's that have featured some of the, you know the top dogs or the top teams in pretty much even the highest classification even on down to uh, the private school uh, classification the class a private school class uh, so I've been able to see the McKeechers the Meadow Creeks uh, the St. Francis's um, I've been able to see you know Decula I've been able to see um, uh, Heritage Conyers, I've been able to see Southwest DeKalb, uh, pretty much everyone I've been able to see. Um, so I'm grateful that um, here in Georgia they have those, you know, big tournaments that kind of feature all of the players um, or all of the top teams and top players. And, you know, they kind of just duke it out and play amongst each other, against each other, uh, no matter their respective uh, classification for the school itself. Um I want to get to something before I talk about the top teams. Like I said, some things have changed um, as far as the top team rankings, you know, from going into the season to where they're at now. And that's to be expected. Um, it's early in the season, so a lot of teams are still trying to find their rhythm and get, um, you know, get better, um, improve, improve, not only by the game, but by practice as well. And it's clearly shown for, for certain teams and for other teams, they have a, a ways to go, I'll say, a ways to go to kind of get better. But... Um, as far as players, um, so far, of course, the best player that I've I've watched, and I think if anybody has been to any of these tournaments, um, to see Anthony Edwards. Um, Anthony Edwards is the top player. Um, and I, I said that uh, this past summer. I said he was the top player in high school basketball, period. And uh, me watching him again, um, nothing has changed on my end. I still think he's the top player in high school basketball, period, regardless of classification. Now, me saying that in the summer, there was a difference because he was in the class of 2020. Um, now, he is actually in the class of 2019. Um, so, he's reclassified up to play or to be in the, the class of 2019. And, ironically, he started off in the class of 2019 anyway. So, it's, I mean, while it is a reclass, um, he's essentially just going back to his, originally, you know, his original starting point. 
Um, with that, he has actually, you know, pretty much put out a list of schools that uh, that he's looking at. Um, so that's pretty good. If you if you find yourself on that list of schools, um, you know, that Anthony Edwards wants to go to, then that's you know that's pretty good. I mean, anyone would want to be a part of that. Um, not many people who don't want to be a part of his schools. He broke it down into eight schools, including Kansas, um, an Adidas school. That's, and I'm, I say, you know, what type of school it is because he did play for the Under Armour circuit. Um, but Kansas, the Adidas school, uh, Michigan State, a Nike school, North Carolina, a Jordan Nike school, Kentucky, a Nike school, Duke, a Nike school, uh, Florida State, who I believe is also a Nike school, UCLA, who is with Under Armour now, and then we have the University of Georgia, so he's showing the hometown some love. But for those eight schools, um, any one of them, any one of them would be lucky to have Anthony Edwards, and especially if you uh, factor in that you could get him a year earlier than most expected. But he has been by far the best player that I've seen so far this season. Uh, and I think he's the top dog in 2019 since he's reclassed. I can go ahead and say that. All right, so away from, from Anthony Edwards and his Holy Spirit prep team, um, another one of the top dogs that I've seen, just individual individual players, Sharif Cooper. Um, he is so good. I mean, so good. Uh, Sharif is a, a crafty point guard, not very big, maybe about six feet, maybe six foot one. Um you know, we're being nice, but uh, he's a crafty point guard, and I think what I like about his game is he's getting he's getting you know a more a, a tougher edge to him. Um, a lot a lot of things change because you know now even not just the NBA, but like things like the hand checking and things like that they bother certain players. But you can clearly see with uh, Sharif, um, he's able to use defenders' momentum against them. Uh, put himself in a better position to score while putting the defense in a bad position. Often making like mixtape moves and all that good stuff. I don't really care about the mixtape stuff, but I do care about the overall game. And I can say that Sharif has game. Um, his shot is steadily improving. Um, he was already a three-point threat, but he's shooting now. I think he's shooting better shots now. So when I watch him, he's not just shooting the three to bail himself out um, or, or the three to bail the team out. But he's shooting threes that are open, shooting threes that, that make sense in there within the rotation of the offense that he pretty much runs anyway. He is the point guard, of course, for McEachern. Um, and McEachern coming into the season, uh, we expected a lot of different, uh, you know, names or ranked players, shall I say, to be a part of the team. And a lot of things have have changed. But, you know, regardless of that, it that part really doesn't matter. I, I do want to say, though, watching Sharif this year compared to last year, um, I, I think, like I said, I just think he, he, he seems to be a, a bit more – he seems physically stronger and he seems tougher on the court as far as, you know, uh, when defenses are playing him tough or, you know, when people are barking at him or, you know, if the game is coming up in arms, you can see him um, doing a move and going off and in, having something to say. For me, I like that type of intensity on my point guard. I like that type of intensity with any player, but <clears throat> for my point guard especially. So Sharif Cooper has been something to watch. Um, I definitely would recommend getting out to watch him as well. Um, as far as another individual, Brandon Boston, we all know. Um, BJ is 
he's a man now. He doesn't have anybody to to defer to. And I don't think, honestly, I didn't think he did last year. Um, him and Kyle Sturdivant, um, along with a couple other seniors, you know, they led the team. But I think BJ now is getting more comfortable within the leader role vocally. Um, last year he had, you know, individuals who have been a part of the varsity program for more than two or three years on the squad and, you know, kind of hope being that voice. But with him being a junior this year, he's had to step up tremendously as far as, you know, talking and, and being available. Um, they haven't, as a team, um, you would expect more from uh, from Norcross, I will say that. But individually, um, it's all there for him. He's 6'6". He can shoot the lights out. Um, his handle is improving. That's the only thing that he really had a knock on was the handle because uh, he can finish in traffic. He can dunk over. He can do whatever he wants offensively um it's just tightening up that handle and you can clearly see that he's been working to tighten up that handle with some of the moves that he's been able to pull out the combinations uh, for ball handlers always look for combinations if someone jumps your right what are you going to do how are you getting it to the left someone jumps the left how are you going to come back right or how are you going to get them off the defender off balance to continue going left his combinations look a lot better and you can tell that he's been putting in the work so uh congrats to him to you know, for showing that improvement, uh, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely a fan of Norcross. I've always been a fan of Norcross, and I'm going to see them play because uh, I appreciate the talent that they, not only the talent that they put on the floor, but uh, a lot of times the kids are, they're they're tougher than what they get credit for, and uh, watching them has been, has been one of the, you know, one of the lights, of course, so far. Um, let's talk some team, you know, let's talk some team things. Uh, the most impressive team that I've seen so far in the season, and I'll just break it down by classification. So, uh, for the we'll start with uh, our private classification. The most impressive team that I've seen so far um, within, you know, the Class A private. Uh, I don't think it's going to shock anyone if I say St. Francis, but it has been St. Francis, Mount Pisgah as well. Um, watching them. Uh, and I actually used to work at Mount Pisgah, not for basketball, but for football, kind of help out their football team a little bit. But Mount Pisgah has been a very uh, surprising team. Uh, St. Francis, they have the talent. You know, he had Dwan Odom there. Uh, he seems like he's been there forever, but he's finally a senior guard. But watching him um, and his excitement, you know, he, he is a high-flying, smaller guard, so a little bit more compact. But his game is is definitely you know one to watch, and you see how much attention he brings on the court, and how he uh, continuously improves at making his teammates better. He'll be a good point guard at the Division One level. I think he's going to Xavier, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but whoever's getting him, they're probably going to get a steal uh, because he's in private. A lot of people don't necessarily talk about him, um, but it is what it is on that end. Um, as far as the Class A public, um, I would say. Uh, Wilcox County, um, just a just a, a heady group of individuals who who kind of play. They play very tough. So if you if you watch them, um, they're one of the teams that out tough you. Uh, maybe not always out talent you, but they will. You know they play tough defense and they they definitely can out tough you uh, in any game. So be be wary of them, especially within that class A public range. Um, for class double A. Um, and I just, like I said, I, I, I can only go off of the teams that I've seen, um, uh, but, uh, South Atlanta, um, 
pretty good, pretty sturdy group. I think Thomasville is probably still going to end up being the top dog there, even though uh, Reggie Perry um, has left and gone to Mississippi State and it's actually been pretty good there. I still think Thomasville uh, is probably the better team there. They actually have a guard. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's like 6'5", and he's a point guard. Uh, I sent over some information to uh, a junior college coach that I know to, to kind of take a look at him because um, everything that I've heard in regards to to the kid has been very good, so hopefully we can get him some looks. But, of course, when you do have a chance, check out South Atlanta from Class 2A. Class 3A is a bevy of teams to check out, but uh, the team that, of course, is impressing me is where the old Miller Grove coach, Sharman White, is actually at now at Pace Academy. Expected to, uh, I mean, they always do fairly well, but uh, they lost um, a couple of Division One players and now one NBA player, of course, within the last two or three years. So you didn't expect them to jump off to the hot start that they did. They've, I think they have one loss. They might have lost Friday, but Pace Academy um, with a coach, which Coach Sharman White, who's won, what, seven titles at Miller Grove, uh, is a team that you want to watch. Uh, surprisingly, uh, Greater Atlanta Christian hasn't started off to um, to what you would say is a, a good start after winning the state championship last year. However, um, they'll be okay. I mean, like I said, when you w what happens in the in the beginning of the season is you have a lot of these tournaments, and sometimes you have these teams matched up against higher classification teams. That's not an excuse for a loss, but I mean, you're playing some of the tougher teams generally speaking so um, that's what you see uh, morgan county has looked good um they got a win over pebblebrook already so morgan county also from class 3a uh moving to class 4a ups and lee is still uh undefeated i think over like the last three years now is it um ups and lee uh so you definitely go watch them uh, a lot of people thought when fagan left and went to uga that it would be you know kind of uh, the start of something different as far as, you know, those wins because they racked up, I think, like 67 in a row over the last two years before this year started. I think 65 or 67, whatever it is, um, they're still undefeated. So go check them out. Um, Ups and Lee, I'll definitely show them some love. Go check them out. Um, moving to Class 5A, Southwest DeKalb. Um, Katie Johnson, unfortunately, I think Eugene Brown got hurt uh, with a very serious knee injury. Uh, maybe Friday, Thursday or Friday. Um, so it, that sucks, not just for the team, but it really sucks for him because he was uh, Eugene Brown was having a breakout season. I was able to see him perform against, um, you know, some of the top schools. They actually beat Norcross. So Southwest DeKalb beat Norcross in the Holiday Hoops Giving Tournament um, last weekend. Like I said, we're about three weeks in, but that's an impressive win over um, Norcross, who was a you know the top dog, pretty much every year their power in their con in in their classification and not just the classification but also the country. I mean they play in some of the best tournaments in the country. So Southwest DeKalb, definitely check them out. Um, Katie Johnson is worth watching on his own, so I would definitely go check them out. Uh, and then we go to six A. Tri Cities. I think everyone knew Tri Cities would be good. Um, I don't know if they thought they would take control of the class rankings, but as of right now, Tri-Cities is the number one team um, from pretty much, you know, Class 6A, and rightfully so. I was able to also see Decula. Um, Decula is pretty good. I think 
I think their schedule has been a bit tough as well, but a lot of them not winning in some of these tournament games, I think it was more so uh, their play. Like, it seemed like they got better later in the game. So, like, in the fourth quarter when they were losing, it seemed like that's the time when they would play more inspired, which, I mean, can be the case. However, when you're playing with – you're playing against some of the tougher teams in the state. You have to be good for the full 32-plus minutes, you know, if you have to. Um, so Tri-Cities, definitely go check out Tri-Cities. Um, they're a fun team to watch. Um, Tucker is also a fun team to watch. Please go check them out when you have a chance. And moving on to 7A. Now, you know, I stay. I actually live in Gwinnett, so it's easier for me to kind of watch some of these 7A games because – Meadow Creek is like down the street from where I stay. Um, I enjoy going to see McKeecher. I enjoy watching Isaac and Sharif um, and Jared as well. And and like I said, McKeecher had a lot of changes because the team that they had pretty much two months ago isn't the team that's showing up on the floor now. They had a lot of guys who transferred in to play and even lost um, – Bebe, uh, or not Bebe, but uh, Akinbola. They lost uh, Akinbola, who actually graduated early to go to Auburn. And I think he's going to suit up for Auburn um, at the end of the semester. So they lost some guys. Christian Brown ended up transferring out and uh, going to Oak Hill, which was a big surprise as well. He did so like right before the season. Um, and then you had uh, John Wright, who actually – had transferred to McKeecher, and then he went back to North Carolina. So the team that you see on the floor from McKeecher isn't what we expected. Um, all it means, though, is a lot A lot of the younger guys like Allen Breed, um, just more for them to, to kind of play up and uh, get that experience, that in-game experience that, you know, be depended upon. So it is what it is. McKeecher is still undefeated, so uh, it hasn't knocked them off track for what their, their goals were anyway i don't think so and as long as they have uh sharif and isaac on the team i think they'll be fine jared is uh slowly coming along as well um i think jared is going to be the key though him uh playing better and being more of a of a, a presence on the post that's going to separate them so they'll have a you know a power point guard um they'll have an outstanding wing and then if they can get that post presence from jared to be solid and consistent then they'll be trouble regardless so uh, McKeechern is the number one team in the class a rankings um i've seen them several times already uh, i will say ghost if you if you have the chance to drive out to powder springs go ahead um hopefully you can catch them in a tournament or something that's a little bit closer to the city but if not make the drive out to powder springs it'll be worth it and even if you didn't think it was uh, you can go see the girls play, and the girl watching the girls play—they're always worth it as well. So you can make a whole day of it. McKeechan is number one. Meadow Creek is very impressive. Um, after graduating three, uh, you know, like well, I'm not gonna say just three seniors, but three of the seniors who actually started and played on this team played a lot of minutes. Uh, a lot of people did. I don't think everyone expected Meadow Creek to still be where they are, um, but with some transfers. Uh, such as Damian Dunn from North Carolina, um, he is a dog. Damian Dunn is a dog. I watched him 
pretty much dominate Wheeler. And I mean dominate Wheeler. So the thing I like about watching Meadow Creek is they are t- they are probably the toughest team that I have seen. Um and I mean and I don't mean just tough in a you know a fake talking way. I mean they are physical. They will they will out tough you on the court. They will mess with your mind. They will mess with your body. They will grab arms. They will let the crowd know. Mentally this team is somewhere different. And uh for Meadow Creek that's got to be a, a, a staple because like I said they lost some important pieces but they did gain I think they have like two or three transfers that came in um and one being from North Carolina Damian Dunn he's definitely set to take over the role for the top scorer he is a, a mid-range killer um he can shoot threes too but he is a mid-range killer as to it shows to what he did to to Wheeler on that first game of the season and um I mean, I, I don't expect Moto Creek to really miss a beat. They got, I think they got one loss already, but that's that's fine. I mean, that comes with it. Meadow Creek is a team to watch. If it wasn't for McKeechan being undefeated, Meadow Creek would be the number one team in the state right now. And after uh, playing Meadow Creek, it's funny because Wheeler went on. Wheeler played state champions and state finalists pretty much their first four games. Um, so Wheeler, my my. My thing with Wheeler was always the guard play, and I have to eat it because I always said for Wheeler, the guard play has to be better for them to be successful. I don't know what happened. I don't know, you know, uh, or I'm not going to say I don't know what happened. I don't know, you know, I didn't know what to expect watching Wheeler because they did lose a McDonald's All-American. But the team now looks better than they did last year as a team um this is heavily reliant on to me this is heavily reliant on the guard play from roscoe eastman and um he has improved dramatically i will say that like he's improved dramatically as far as being able to hold the flow and tempo of the game the game plays at the pace he wants it to play so i am i am I, I am excited. Anytime I see White Wheeler, I'm excited to watch him play because he has been very good, um, accepting challenges from some of the better uh, individual uh, guards because he's not the biggest guy at all, but he, he outshined all of the guards in the Norcross game easily, and I, and I mean that. He outshined all of the guards in the Norcross game, and we're talking about guys who are going to the top-tier Division One colleges. Roscoe Eastman was the best guard on the, on the court easily so his improvement is going to work wonders for wheeler as the season goes forward they also got the addition of charles smith who left mckeechern and went to wheeler so charles smith is definitely a scorer we already we already knew that he's a scorer that's what he does he already has done that for wheeler um several times so charles smith roscoe eastman have definitely been a duo to watch but if you if you also pay attention to their games they're big men watch their big man all of them they have one real real set big man that is going to play a lot of the minutes but if you watch his game and watch how tough he is um, I think the playing Metal Creek really did something I don't know I think coach Thompson may have lit a fire under the ass or something because I felt like they had got out tough against Metal Creek but the same way that Metal Creek played um, Wheeler is what I watched Wheeler do to Norcross in Norcross. So, uh, salute to Wheeler. Um, I definitely look forward to watching them, uh, as the season goes along. Another impressive team I watched, Grayson. Get out and watch Grayson. They have, uh, they have a sophomore on their team. 
um, big white kid. He is very good. He's clearly like the best overall player on their team, but they have a, a bunch of uh, older guys who who can who will contribute more because they've been. You know, Rico Hallman. If you watch him, you know he's one of the top unsigned seniors in the in in the country, or in the state of Georgia. Rather than watch him, um, and they have a young young flyer at point guard worth the the ticket of admission uh, on his own. Um, so watch them. Of course, I'll say watch Norcross, watch Norcross, Kyle Sturdivant, Brandon Boston, uh, Caleb Murphy, uh, Issa Muhammad, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Um, I could keep. I really could keep naming and keep naming individuals on that team. Go watch Norcross. They'll get better. I know they got some bad losses at the beginning of the season, but they will get better. Uh, Pebble Brook is always fun. George Washington and crew. He always has a bunch of guards who will run a muck up your ass. Like they really will put the ball in the basket. So watch them. Westlake. Um, it's an exciting season, man. I'm sorry I'm three weeks into the season, so I'm still excited, still trying to get out to watch some of these other teams, but I will say it's worth it. I also want to mention someone from uh, 5A, Marcus Watson from Buford. Go watch him as well. But like I said, we're, we're just into this, and I, I wanted to, to get a podcast out to everyone. Um, Georgia High School Basketball is back. I'm happy. I know you are as well. Please, please follow Limitless Lifestyle Crew. I take pictures at some of the tournaments I go to. I'll take pictures, um, post them, and tag all the kids that I can. If you see something that I didn't tag, go ahead and tag them. LimitlessLifestyleCrew.com is the website. You'll also see the pictures. So follow, get there on the website. And once again, LLC Radio, Limitless Lifestyle Crew, The Proving Grounds Podcast. We out.